live from GW, your favorite podcast and mine, it's the Tap Water Tea. Okay, keep it okay. Okay. We're, we're, we're not still going? Hashtag only at GW. No! You have to know it's my least favorite hashtag. Yeah, only at GW is a hashtag that our school uses to try to like show how interesting and unique our experiences are. But truly, the experiences we have here are very tantamount to everything other colleges are going through. Yeah. Oh, students protesting only at GW. You're like, no. Or like, we get to go to the National Mall. Yeah, so does everyone on their eighth grade field trip. (laughs) It's fine, Sarah. It's fine. Yeah, we're really flaunting amenities that people get in underfunded middle schools. Like, (laughs) is that what we're paying for? Is this really what... My friend's going on a debate tournament this weekend. And he's like, yeah, like I'm happy for him, whatever. But then he's like, oh, all of this comes out of your tuition money. Not mine specifically, but... And I'm like, I'm paying for you to just go on this trip. Yeah. The way the school allocates money is very weird. It's like, should I be doing activities that cost more? Yeah, like, how can I reap in the benefits of X amount of money that I'm already spending? Should I join some LSPAs, which are, like, one-credit workout courses in, like, kickboxing and horseback riding? Like, get it back there? I actually signed up for an LSPA for yoga, And I went to two classes, and I quit. Proud of you. It takes so much courage to be able to quit. There is a culture right now of expectation of commitment. Mm -hmm. And to be able to call it quits, whether it's in a bad relationship or a toxic friendship or an LSPA because you don't want to do yoga anymore, we need to be more vocal about applauding those willing to leave. There's a joke online about Leah Michelle from, from Glee about how she can't read, how she's just gone through her whole life illiterate. (laughs) I'm living that truth. Proud of you for it. Professors say, do the readings. I say, I can't. They don't care. Yeah, so let's think about this again. The absurd part of that is that Johnny is paying to go to GW without the basic ability to read. Reading is difficult, and they didn't teach it to me in school. They just said, let's skip this part. It won't be important. It's sad because that happens to kids. True. Kids get left behind. (laughs) Kids do get left behind. No matter what George Bush said, we we done left some kids behind. We done left some kids behind. Faux show. And now there's all these charter schools and private schools. Just put money in public schools so everyone can have good education. You donkey. So maybe kids like me could learn how to read. That was our political hot take for the moment. Yeah, I was about to say that got a little bit real, Johnny. I don't know how I feel about your freaking, what is that called, communism? I, Just it's <laughs> democratic socialism. Ooh, we've got ourselves a barnacle. Is that what they call you guys? Barnacles? Yeah, but like for Bernie, are you barnacles? I'm a barnacle for Bernie. No, if anything, I'm Team Warren right now. Oh. But this isn't a political podcast. We just hate boomers all the time. Yeah. Old people like boomers, your grandparents, they suck. Well, how old is Warren? She's not. Yeah, but she doesn't actively hurt the planet like other boomers do. You just need to be ashamed of the fact that you're a boomer and then you're okay. Like if it's a part of your personality that you're willing to relegate into, you know, just into a little capsule you push so far down it eventually eats you from the inside out and that's how you die. Like, that's the only way you're allowed to be old. 
And they diagnose it as cancer or heart disease, but it's it's always just guilt of being a yeah. boomer. Guilt and shame. Guilt and shame. Often present themselves in strokes, heart attacks, high cholesterol. Um, there is no such thing as gum disease or gum cancer. Like anyone that's smoking, that's just your shame doing that to you. Mm-hmm. Keep smoking. Be confident and you're fine. Yeah. If, if you finish every smoke session by audibly saying, this will not hurt me. The effects are incredible. It really is. Think about all the little boys and girls dying of jewels and dab pens and whatnot. Guess what? I jewel nine cartridges a day. And I, after each puff a luff a ding dong, turn to myself in the handheld mirror I carry around with me and say, you are invincible, Dahlia Haddad. You are invincible. And look at me. Look at me. I hear you. Look at her. Look at me. Look at her look right at me. now. Look at me. Tapwater Teen says... Smoking cannot hurt or harm you if you are confident enough to fight the effects. Fact. If you do develop a a quote-unquote cancer after smoking, talk to us. Because maybe your self-worth is just really low. Because you need confidence, and that's sad. And now you have cancer on top of that? That sucks. (laughs) Now you have cancer on top of being sad. Yeah, that's just like a one-two punch. Like, no thanks, ma'am. Yeah. Don't let the world get you two birds, one stone. Mm-hmm. Just love yourself and nothing bad can't happen to you. True. Loving yourself brings on a shield of positivity where even if you're walking in the street and a car is about to run your little butt over, it won't. Mm-mm. Because love and life is on your side. Yeah. God will put you on a lime scooter and zip you away from that accident. And by God, we mean like a three-headed she beast from the underworld that controls everything who's really hot and thin and young and young and she likes to support our show tap water teens yes she does number one sponsor she actually paid for the merch we're wearing right now oh we're wearing so much merch right now we can't wait for it to go available online on our store at (laughs) tapwaterteens.gov we're a government funded podcast we haven't talked about it you guys you guys might, might not understand the subtle tones that exist in this, but I'm telling you right now, re-listen every seventh word. Stitch that together. I'm going to tell you right now, that's what the government wants you to hear and know. Every seventh word. And call in if you do it, because yeah. if you feel like you got it, then tell us what we said. And that's why occasionally like you'll hear us spur out something like, Benghazi, it, it works when you do the seven words together emails like you just you have to throw them in there so that when you do stitch it all together you're not sitting there wondering oh corruption why is this we take it a step past subliminal messaging by shoving it down your little slut throat yeah surprise slut is actually one of the words that you keep yeah see how that plays out benghazi Benghazi and slut slut. (laughs) in the same friggin sentence and it means something but you don't know but you got to piece it together yeah and actually our the only other podcast that is also sponsored by the government and plays the same mind game mind game so they'd say is my favorite murder Ooh. yeah i've been reading about some good murders lately oh pretty tell i realize i don't know anything about murder pop culture and i'm named for one so it's unfortunate the black dahlia yes yeah i mean 
I really like murders because they don't happen to me. And also that they're interesting. So I've been reading Wikipedias about different murders and unsolved ones. A lot of murders go unsolved. Pretty yeah. crazy. Sometimes it's a guy they're not even looking at. Sometimes it is the guy they're looking at. And then his dad lies and says, oh, he was with me the whole time. And then 15 years later, he comes forward and the dad's like, he wasn't with me the whole time. But my son's not a killer. But guess what, dad? Your son's a killer because mm-hmm. his name was Trevor. <gasps> oh. Yeah. And not like a cute Trevor, like a Nebraskan Trevor. Okay, be careful. You're getting eerily close to Missouri with your call-outs. I respect Missouri. I don't respect Nebraska. And I won't accept further questions on the issue. Okay, I think that's as good as I'm going to get. I don't even know where Nebraska is on a map. Do you actually not? I actually do not. Oh, if no. you If you took the labels of the states off of the map and you were like, point to it, I wouldn't get it. I'd get the East Coast and California and Texas and Alaska. But everything in the middle of that sandwich, ooh, she's messy. So I used to think it was kind of like an elitist East Coast. We don't know where you're from. Flyover states somewhere in the middle. <laughs> but now I just think that the education on the East Coast it's complete is ignorance. so dismal that people guise their ignorance in elitism. That yeah. no one actually could point to St. Louis on a map, well, which is what, wild because I can point to where y'all from. Really? You know where New Jersey is on a map? Wild, I know. Look how educated I am. But New Jersey's relevant because we have Snooky and, and Tub Tub Chris Christie. Oh, you're right. Those are the two things that make a state relevant. Snooky, her glow up, and Tub Tub Chris Christie. I thought you were going to say Krispy Kreme or something. No, we don't even have that many Krispy Kremes. We, we're a Duncan family. I feel like Duncan isn't good, though. Like, it exists and oh. it's all over, but what there tastes good. I mean, Krispy Kreme's donuts are superior, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Sometimes a strawberry glazed, she's right. She's right for me. And I feel like, I mean, St. Louis, we've got probably some Dunkin's and we've got a Krispy Kreme. But we've got a lot of, like, smaller donut shops. Really? It's, so it depends what you're in the mood for. If you're in the mood for an artisanal gooey butter donut from Vincent Van Donut, then you freaking go there. If you want some classic Rays, you get some classic Rays. There's not this loyalty to a donateer. Great use of the word donateer. Um, our Thank intern you. Marvin will fact check that word and he'll Ugh. get back to us later. Thanks, Marv. Um, I love stores that have unique bagels. That's a big thing in New oh. Jersey. So cookies and cream bagels or frosted flake flavor bagels or rainbow tie-dye bagels. In New Jersey, that became a trend and it's still going on. Which is cool. Interesting. Yeah, it's always fun to eat like a tie-dye bagel. I can imagine that'd be fun. I remember growing up on St. Patrick's Day, we would always get green bagels in school. They just, I guess, use green dye when making bagels. And they that slapped. seems logical. <laughs> that does, they were actually so moldy. Yeah. And that's why they were green. They were from last year. Last year. Wah, wah. But, no, unique bagels are good. And New Jersey and New York has incredible bagels. Hottest bakes in the world. Hottest bags, hottest babes. Ooh, both. Por que no los dos, bish? Ooh! But, yeah, I, we were talking about murders earlier, and I feel like I kind of sidetracked it. Oh, it happens. Well, I know you like talking about murders, too, because you love killing people on the side. Okay, I don't love killing people. I feel like that is 
not fair. But I do, I think this started in high school. I had a group of people that I hung out with that were obsessed with, if you had to hide a body on campus, where would you hide it? Love. And everyone had a spot. And it would change. You know, we built a new building. So there was an ice room. And someone was like, definitely the ice room, but only off season. Because if it's football season, they're going to be in there all the time. You're not going to know. Someone else, sink it to the bottom of the little pond we had on campus. Little pond. Little pond. So there's all these things. So if you're on GW and you have to hide a body, where are you hiding your body? Thank you for the exciting question. I would probably hide a body. I mean, we live in Foggy Bottom, this super dense, metro-ish, gross area with fog and bottoms. And I guess maybe the rooftop of a dorm that isn't frequented. Okay, like maybe Munson? Munson's roof or something? Munson's roof. Okay. Munson dorm, yeah. I on, think on a roof yeah. that doesn't have common access to it you know oh okay so maybe district house where you can't even go up on the roof so the fact that they're up there is sketchy in itself but in reality i strangled them in a basement somewhere and i weakened at bernie's them to the rooftop of district i think i just prop mine up at a desk on like the sixth floor of gelman and i don't think anyone would ever notice i also don't think anyone would notice that's a nicer way to do it i think but it's more i feel like the the level to which I care about it, which is so little at that point, yeah. is so disrespectful to the murder. I You're think right. that's why that's why I'd like it. Because it would just sit in people's face. You should put them in a Gelman Library study room and see if anyone has the balls to, to knock on the door and be like, Hi, um, I think I have this room reserved for the next hour. And oh, then you know that's how I'd get outed. By some yeah. person that's like, I need complete quiet to study. <laughs> They're going to whisper to the dead person, you're breathing really loud. I need you to be quiet. <laughs> and it's going to be a dead person. I'll leave their music playing and it'll just be like one really trashy 2006 John Mayer song on repeat. They're like, hey, could you turn that down? I can hear it through your AirPods. And it's like, it will never turn down. Hi, I have an Arabic quiz tomorrow and I'm really struggling in the class. I hope you can <laughs> understand, but I really need you to turn your volume down. Okay, thanks. Well, I, I've had people tell me, hey, can you please turn the volume of your headphones down in the library? And it's very low piano music playing. I, I never go to Gelman anymore. It's gross. People are disgusting. People I was, at the school are disgusting. You want to hear the worst story? Please. So I walked downstairs from doing something in like some Marvin conference room. I had a conference of sorts. Ah. And I was trying to catch up with a couple friends. It was maybe 8.30. And we walked by the little couches in Marvin. And I was like, oh, where are you guys headed off to? And this guy whips around and goes, excuse me, we are in the middle of a tutor session. I'm going to need you to walk away. <gasps> I'm going to need you to walk away, he said? Yes, it was the most hostile thing that has ever been said to me in my life. I'm sorry. And I was living, I was like, it is eight. People are sitting, eating, having dinner. People are playing the piano. And you have the audacity to sit in the middle of the student center, not the library, not the group work section of any other space, not a private study room, and then tell me to walk away? And then we just got really angry behind their back for a long time. I hope they accidentally eat poop. Like, I hope a stage of things happen, and the end result of it is that he eats his own feces. Aww. By accident, maybe? Like No. Like That's a last resort. A yeah. Like, he put it in a sandwich? Is that what you said? Yeah, like, he was distracted, and <laughs> his girlfriend was like, Honey, make me a sandwich, too. And and just a turn of events happened, and he knifed the poop and put it on his whole wheat sand me. Aw. Yeah. I think that's the kindest thing anyone has ever wished on my behalf. I want that for him because I want good for you. 
Thank you. Like, I care about you so much that I'm willing to make a scenario in my head where that man eats poo-poos. Aw. Dookie. Dookie, dookie, ookie, ookie. Speaking about people that eat weird things, did you know Darwin ate most of the species he found? I think he also married his cousin. (gasps) That's an... Okay, so I started with super anti-Darwin. I was like... We get it. You went on a trip and you're like, bird, 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 bird. Like, you're weird. Like, you're some kid that only reads Nat Geo growing up and knows the names of all the presidents. Like, no one likes you. Yeah. And then I found out he ate a bunch of shit. And then I was like, ooh, this guy's spicy. And now that he married his cousin, he's so much spicier. Yeah. Maybe he had her also eat the animals and stuff they found. He's a weird eater. He is. Weird cousin fucker. Mm. I don't know. I think that I think there are certain celebrities though and people that have definitely grown on me over time. So he's one of them for the absurdity. But I also feel like I was just sleeping on J Lo for a while. Yeah, she hasn't made I think it's because she started out in music and that's what everyone held her as. Mm-hmm. And she didn't release a lot of music in the last ten yeah. years, maybe. So you forget about her, not in a bad way, just like, oh, she's not doing her craft, how can I remember her? Yeah. But she came back, and she's been back. Yeah. And she's dating Aaron Rodriguez. Yeah, they're they engaged. Have, they're engaged. I didn't know she had two kids, too. She's got twins that she had with Mark Anthony, I think. Yes, I think you're right. Yes. They're ki- and he has kids, too, and they're blending very well together. Wild. I, I read something about that. It was oh, nice. proud of them. Yeah. I'm trying to think other people that I just got obsessed with. After Woody Harrelson did that licking thing at the tennis, have you seen that video? No. What did Woody do? Woody went to some tennis event, a big one. I want to call it the Masters, but I know that's golf. And so... The Masters is Maybe golf. like Wimbledon or some sort of open. And there are just all these videos of him licking his lips incredibly aggressive. So just all the way around his mouth, like an inch on each side. And I know Ooh, this is old like news. Like he was getting ready for something. I don't even... It was wild. And again, y'all have probably seen this. If you haven't for some reason, if you slip through the cracks of pop culture, go look it up. But it's weird. And I just remember after he did that, I was like, that's the weirdest choice I've seen someone make in the last year. So now I'm a big Woody Harrelson fan. Woody Harrelson is really cool. He killed it in The Hunger Games, one of my favorite movie franchises of all time. So good. Hey, Mitch Abernathy. Don't think we forgot. I assume you didn't read the books then? You oh, just for, watched the movie? Oh, I mean, I am illiterate, as we discussed earlier. Mm. But this time, I, I did an audiobook, so I read it. Oh. Technically, with my ears. And you I can. also looked up the photo of Woody Harrelson licking. It is insane. He goes around his whole mouth like a dog. Yeah. It's so weird. It's so uncomfortable. I don't know why he did that, but I think I'm glad he did. I get that. I get that. Yeah, because I'm very openly... He could do most things, and I would support him because of that mm. choice. He's one of the last good white men of Hollywood, I guess. Yeah. Um, which I'm not mad about. Yeah. Because I'm happy that people are getting brought to justice. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd rather that than keep celebrating fucking the bad Woody, Woody Allen. Ooh, We yes. talked about him we a did. few weeks ago. We're really into these Woody characters. Next time we're going to have a Toy Story tell-all. Toy Story tell We just all. talk about Woody, Jesse, Buckeye. They're used as like sex toys afterwards and they sit oh. down with an exclusive interview with <laughs> Diane Sawyer and they're like, yeah, we were used. And Diane's like, I'm so sorry. That's, yeah, that would That's be Toy tragic. Toy Story 5. Guys, the, the, the life of a child star, it's very difficult. Yes. They were, they were obviously sewn into adult 
bodies, but they were brand new toys. Mm-hmm. They were babies. They were babies. I have a question while we're while we're talking about some things. Ask me. I just think I feel like we're probably a bit intangible, unrelatable to our audiences because we're just these ethereal voices drifting into their ear, setting an image of youth in Hollywood, in life, living vivaciously every day that they can't maybe imagine for their own life. So I was thinking we could do, like, fun fact, get to know you thing. What is the best concert you've ever been to? I love you. Oh, I love you too. Best concert I've ever been to, probably a Kesha concert. I've seen her twice, I think. Ooh. Every time she brings it fully, she hits the high note in that song, Praying, which makes the entire audience orgasm. Super LGBTQ plus friendly. Um, the That's song fun. Woman she has. Yeah. Instead of, she says, she sings in the original song, Girls in the Front and Guys in the Back. But at the concert, she sang Girls in the Front, Girls in the Back, and everybody nutted, and it was so amazing. <laughs> yeah, the Kesha concert was a full experience because it was just hot positivity, and she deserves it. She's so amazing. Yeah. So, hot Kesha concert. And thank you for trying to get to know me better and for the for the listeners to try to get to know us better, too. Because you're right, we are omnipotent sex gods. Yes. So I'm going to return the question to you. What was your best concert or most memorable? Okay, so my best concert probably wasn't necessarily related to the performer as much. They were great. I saw the swimmers and the regrets opened for them. Hmm. And both smaller bands. It was at a really small venue. But I was probably 16 maybe or 17 in high school. And I just remember... Like getting in the car, getting ready with my friends, going to this concert. We ended up having them like sign our shirts afterwards and we waited outside. And it was just the first time I felt like a teenager. Hmm. And I was like, this is, this is what youth is. This is what living is. Like mosh pits and it, weird, like I think the drummer is the son of the lead singer for Green Day or something. There's wow. some connection with Green Day. And then the regrets ended up doing one of the songs for the Hamel Drops the Hamilton, like, remix, whatevers, and then it had all these views, and it was like, I saw them, and so it's, even though no one knows who they are, uh, that was my one, because I remember, I remember the outfit I wore, and I was all, I was all like, Mom, like, I'm gonna be 16 forever. I wish I could be 16 forever. Anyone that knows me knows that I have teenage mentality, or at least I try to hold on to it, (laughs) even though I'm 21, almost 22 in November. And you're, not only do you have teenage mentality, you ran high school, if I'm not mistaken. I didn't run high school. It wasn't like that. I just just had a good time. I had fun and friends. (laughs) And I was hot and I got laid all the time. Yeah. I I definitely did not run high school. you were the... I was homecoming king. Johnny was a homecoming king. And I'll take that crown to my grave. Thank you. I think you should. I think that's the most important one. That's the one that I wish I had the most. Bury me in that shit. You know, I earned it. I would. And your bomber jacket. Yes. I, yeah, I, my, like, do you call them bomber jackets? Letter? Varsity. Varsity We call jackets? them varsity jackets. Some people say Letterman jackets. I think What, did David Letterman give me that? Yes, he did. That was a fun fact about Johnny's jacket. It was bestowed upon him by David Letterman. Thanks, Dave. (laughs) Who also played, what, was it tennis for a season? Yes. Yes. Um, Dave and I both played tennis for a season so we can get our Letterman jackets. He paid for both of them. He's a very good benefactor. Mm -hmm. He's also a big sponsor of the show, so thanks for listening, Dave. Yes, he is a shameful old person. Thank you, Dave Letterman. Thank you, shameful old Dave. Yeah. 
Dave also recognizes that his age comes with the fatal flaw of him being a boomer, technically. But he recognizes it, and that's the first step of being better than the boomer that you are. That is, we're actually going to release a self-help book for, oof, are you a boomer? It's going to be spelled O-O-F dot dot dot, are you a boomer? Oof. Yeah. R, just an R, U, just a U. Mm -hmm. Boomer spelled in Comic Sans. And they're going to be at all your local Borders stores, not Barnes & Noble. (laughs) Um, And at your local Quiznos, which I think also are all closed down. At any and all Trump rallies. Yeah. And at the post office. At every Trump rally, we should have voting registration tables, but make them fake. So people think that they register to vote, but their votes actually aren't added. And I now realize I'm advocating for election fraud, which is bad, but also anything to get him out of our lives. Not if we use air quotes, though. Yeah, Not if we're like, hey, quotes. this is a voter registration booth. Yeah, I used air quotes during it. You just couldn't see that. That It's legal for me to have said that. Yeah, Future I did employers. air quotes for him. Even though I was standing 17 feet away while he said the words and I did the air quotes, we're technically soul sisters, so it doesn't matter how far I am from him. Our actions are one. Our actions are one because, yes, we are soul sisters. And, yes, Dahlia is right. We are 17 feet apart right now in a solid white room called the Chrysalis in the basement of the Marvin Center at UW, where we sit 17 feet away. It's just two microphones and one elongated table. Silly Marvin sitting in the corner. Yeah, Marvin, who was a racist guy. I actually learned in a class he was pretty racist. Oh, Marvin Center, Marvin? Yeah, 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 he's bad. That's why people call it the student center Yeah, if they can. I try to, and sometimes it just, I forget. It's almost as if people don't want buildings named after racist people. What an absurd ask. Also, isn't Milken, wasn't he a bad guy too? Probably not a good guy with a dumbass name like Milken. Yeah, I hope Lisner and Corcoran weren't bad, whoever they are, because they have three buildings each named after them. Mm Mm-hmm, big donors. I always wondered, we should Google those guys and email their, their estates and be like, Hey, I'm a student, wondering if you have a scholarship. I go to listener all the time. Bye. I just want, I want to milk good. money. This is my last year of college, so scholarships after this are just government handouts. And I want more money. Because no one will give a scholarship to someone that's not a student. That's just poverty. Welfare? Welfare, oh. <laughs> yeah, right? I guess they do, but you'll be a college-educated man living, I don't know where. Who the hell knows where? Probably a prison. Oh, if you if you fill out your murder fantasy. Yeah, my murder fantasy is mine and mine alone. Nobody steal it. Oh my gosh, what if we find someone hanging off the rooftop of like Munson and or becomes- District and you're going to be like, stop. And they're like, oh, did you know him? And you're like, no, that was my murder fantasy. That was my idea. What the hell? Our listeners are stealing my ideas. I think our listeners need to show uh, me more respect if they were to do that. Because if any of you step out of fucking line, I swear to God, no toenails. You're going to wake up toenail less. Yeah, he's literally done it. I've done it twice. I showed up 35 minutes early to a party one time, and he took off my baby toes. Baby nails. toe nails. It's actually kind of nice because they don't dig into my boots anymore, but honestly, if he had taken off any more, it would have been sad. Mm-hmm. And it helps you save time because now you don't have to paint the final toe. It's true, and it's so little and nubby. 
Honestly, maybe cross Johnny, but just a little bit. Yeah. Get it? So I only get that one toe because her life has improved significantly since I did that. Everything you do makes my life better, Johnny. Everything you do makes my attitude improve. I love you. Thanks. (laughs) You're welcome, America. Yeah, feel free to turn that into a ringtone. You asked me a question earlier, and I want to ask you one back. Okay. I want you to tell me your favorite and least favorite season, and why. Okay. Favorite season is fall. Yes. Yes, I I was born in fall, so Mm. it's fun because in part, in my head, there's a lot of family there. I love Halloween. It's my favorite holiday. I go very hard for Halloween. And in college, fall is the month where normally we have like our last soccer weekend. I normally am out of town for improv for a weekend. There's Halloween. There's my birthday. There's Rocky Horror Picture Show, which my a couple of my friends are in. There's just normally a lot going on. For fall break last year, I went on a three-day hiking trip, which was fantastic. Wow. And my wardrobe is most conducive to fall. My least favorite season is probably winter. Winter. Only because I'm really so lazy in the winter time at getting dressed and looking presentable and doing much of anything because everything ranks lower than hot tea netflix my bed everything you said for the last two minutes has been in my head to say after you fall is my favorite season because it's my birthday also (gasps) hashtag family hashtag i love october yes thanksgiving is a gift oh thanksgiving is so good treasure 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 and winter is my least favorite too because I'm a lethargic little pig. Oh, Johnny! Yay! Let's get winter together. together. Yes, um, I think that'd be good. Yeah, if you ever want to just sit around and do absolutely nothing, if it's less than forty degrees outside, I want to look like and feel like garbage with you. Aww, that's my ideal date. That's the kindest thing anyone's ever put in a Tinder bio. Yeah, <laughs> if someone put that in their bio, I want to be trash with you. I'd right swipe. I'd super like. Ooh. I'd pay for Tinder Premium to super like double smash right left swiggle swap. <gasps> yeah, you heard me. I'd swiggle swap them. Oh my god! I know On the radio. it's forward. Swiggle swap. <laughs> <laughs> if only, if they could only be so lucky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, you can't just dole that stuff out. You get a bad reputation. Hard to be a woman these days on Tinder. No, women have it easy. Now and ha- and always have. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, I forget that Johnny knows, just understands me in a way that I don't. Yeah, I'm kind of a spokes... Per, per, I'm a spokesman for women. <laughs> That's my job. No, women, of course, have it terribly harder than men, and they always will, and it's terrible that they should live like that. Thank you. Yeah, um, something like... Guys, women are sometimes treated unfairly. Much like if you're a man and you're shorter than 6'2", sometimes you get compared to men that are over 6'2". Short kings are discriminated against more in the office workplace environment than women are. Fact. 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 Men under 5'6 make less than women. Fact. 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 Any man in brown loafers in a black suit gets murdered and that's so unfair he made one mistake and he got murdered he has a daughter why'd he wear that oof 
But his daughter's doing great because women's lives are so easy. Women's lives are so easy. She got his inheritance, probably. She's oh, she's flying. on rich. She's on TikTok right now, making <laughs> making funny jokes about it, flaunting all of her wealth. Oh, we love TikTok. We love TikTok. Do we? Yeah, yeah. I know like three TikToks. I've actually been watching it a lot lately, and one fun thing about TikTok that's kind of cool. There's a trend going on called famous relatives check. So it's kids and they're like, this person that you know of, you saw on TV. Yeah, it's my mom. And this girl, the most impressive one I've seen was this girl's grandmother was Julie Andrews. (gasps) Wild. The most pristine, legendary woman of our time. An artist, truly. Oh my gosh. She's. she's, Timeless. Oh. She's a diamond of a woman. 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 But yeah, TikTok's been pretty cool lately. I'm going to send you some good TikToks, and next week we'll reconvene, and you'll tell me what you think. Please do. Cool. Well, I mean, we're nearing the end of our show. Do you have anything else you want to say? Um, I love you. I love you. I love you. That's so you to heard, all of our viewers. So you heard it here first, folks. Dahlia loves you. Um, I'm indifferent. I appreciate your attention, but I don't respect your bodies as their own. Um, one of the things about tap water teens is that if you do decide to tune in and listen, you lose the right to your reproductive system. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry, you guys. Did we not tell you that after you listened to the whole thing? Yeah. Tap water teens now controls your reproductive organs and can tell you when or how to have a child. Oh. Sorry, mom. Tear. Tear. But, you know, you had a good show anyway. So. Yes. It was worth it. It was. Okay. Yeah, so thank you guys for your time and for your bodies that are now ours. We own them platonically. Oof. Yes. Unlike our government. Hashtag well, hands off our bodies. Hashtag we are the government. Hashtag we are the government. Hashtag hands on our bodies then, I guess. That's kind of hot. That is kind of hot. Oi. Oi. Oi vey. <laughs> Oof. Oof. <laughs> Okay. Bye, America. Bye, America. And any international listeners that may be in here. You didn't hear? We're the talk people for the Free Hong Kong movement. Oh, yeah. we're Guys, did we forget to mention that again? I'm so so sorry, Hong Kong. We're also supposed to be representing the Kurdish peoples and the independence movement in Yemen. And I assume there's an independence movement probably in texas still so we're on their side we're also supporting a small insurgency in north korea they're small but mighty oh yeah there's like six of them they're so cute they're so cute oh my god yeah i love them they look like a folk band like they're all siblings and they play the guitar but we love them but they're so fearful for their lives Mm -hmm. and then tear 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 but like being scared is kind of hot sometimes so if you want to donate to any of these great causes send a venmo to Tabwater teens um, and maybe we can help save some curds. Yeah, we should make a Venmo for donations Venmo. from listeners to go to our merch. Our merch. Okay. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.